It's a family affair. Welcome back to Post Grad in Motherfucking Black. I'm your host, Miles. And I'm your host, A Money, Amira. And she has no money. Anyway, so. That's really Miles. I mean, do you want me to lie? I, I want you, you know what? All I know is, I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah, Come on. get into it. So today we're recording in the morning. So good morning to you all. Why are we recording in the morning today? I wonder oh, why. I wonder why, because um, a certain co-host of mine said we were recording yesterday and she went out to go thrifting to come to find out the thrift store was closed. And she had me sitting up all night waiting for her bummy ass, Jennifer Lewis looking ass, to get you know, off this. this to I am so tired of you calling me bummy. I've reached my breaking point with you. You look like Jennifer Lewis. I'm sorry. <laughs> y'all, if, let me just tell y'all a little backstory. So this morning, I woke up and I had scheduled a hair appointment. And I didn't go end up going to the hair appointment for several reasons. And one of the reasons was because Shay told me that the person was, she kept saying why I keep settling for low budget hairstyles. And then when I went to the girl page, I thought it was decent. And then I realized that's my problem. When I book a hairstylist, I am always finding people like in the hood. And I really need to be finding people who can really do hair. Like when I look at their pictures, it's like, wow. And I don't know why I don't book it. It's not like I can't afford it. It's just like in my head, I'd be like, it's too much stress to book somebody who got a lot of followers. So I was just like, okay, I canceled on her. And then I realized, let me get my nails done, but let me not go to the agents because every time I go to them, I don't never like my nails. So why don't I pay a little bit more money and go to somebody who privately do nails and does a good job. So I found this girl and we good. She had an appointment today and she asked me, how did I want my nails? Why I don't know how I want my nails. You feel me? As much screenshots as I do. So right now I'm kind of just sitting here really stumped about that question. And I think I got an idea of how I want my nails. Moving it back to you, Miles. You can take the floor. I think it's because, and first of all, you ain't got a name drop like that. Second of all, um, stop Asian hate. So you better go to some Asians. Third of all, um, you you don't know how you want your nails because you don't know how to type in nails. You're not skilled like that yet. So I'm sorry. But you know what? You know what, Mouse? Go ahead. The thing about it is you do not have to tell people that business. I feel like I can type in nails. Okay. I mean as a friend, I'm gonna tell you what the truth is. You can't type in nails, so it just is what it is. So, um, like I said, it's the morning time. It's currently seven o'clock, seven forty-five in the morning, and you know we decided to record this one in the morning mainly because of co-host Amir scheduling things. But um, it's no no harm, no foul. So today um, we woke up with our right minds and we're blessed to be alive. And I, I think that we just wanted to have a general discussion about, well, what's been going on 
in our lives in the past couple of days. I know we just did an Instagram live, so we appreciate everybody who was chiming in, giving their input on that. Um, it was a great conversation. You know, if you haven't checked it out, mm -hmm. go look at it. We talked about racial division in our country. We talked about relationships and cheating. We talked about age, stop Asian hate. And we talked about other things that are going on in the world as we know it. So um, I think we just wanted to share a little, excuse me, share a little bit more about what's been going on in our lives and just get into some, some I guess you wanna call it tea or drama, but also coming up with resolutions, also coming up with resolutions and solutions to fix those problems. Because you can't talk about your problems and not have a solution. And I, I feel the same way. I feel like it's a difference between venting and then complaining, right? Venting, you kind of get enough of your chest. You're trying to figure it out. Complaining is just like on and on and on and on. And it's like no solution, as Miles already said. Yeah. Thank you for reiterating. Yeah, you're welcome. Anyways, so I think that we want to, what's weighing on my heart and my mind currently, um, I want to talk about and get your opinion on all-encompassing generational curses, um, things going on in family, things going on in, I guess you want to say, different communities, all that. So I guess we're just gonna say generational curses. That's what I wanna talk about right now. And I just wanted to see, cause I know we talked about family in our last podcast, Postgrad and Toxicity, go check it out. Um, but I just wanna get more in, in depth about your take on generational curses and how do black people or anybody in any community or any family overcomes a generational curse within their family. And all generational curses are not the same and they all don't have to involve, you know, income. It can be anything. It could be, I don't, I mean, y'all understand what I'm saying, but I just wanted to see what your opinion on is that. So my question to you, Amira, is, does your family have any generational curses? Because I know mine kind of does. Let me, it's funny that you ask this. Ha ha question. ha ha ha, funny, ha ha. All right, let's, 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 let's get into it. Hold on, because give me two seconds, y'all. I'm sending my deposit. I think I picked the nails and we're going to go from there. Hopefully she don't charge me. Maybe she charged me an arm and a leg, but it really wouldn't matter because why I'm going to like my nails. Yeah, you second guessing yourself. I'm not second guessing. Um, so, um, so let me just get into the real nitty gritty of like what's going on. So, um, I have a friend of mine who recently. All right, I'm gonna stop talking like that. Anyway, a family member of mine came out and they told me that they were um, getting beat basically by their partner and that they were gonna leave. And I was like, okay, this family member only reached out to me and I am not of, what is the word? Like, what's the word where you're like young, you younger? So it's just like, what, you know what I'm saying? 
And long story short, the family member did not end up leaving. And um, I decided that I had, I checked up on that person. They were kind of giving me the runaround, not really saying they're about to leave, this and that. And I felt like really worried. So I went to go snitch to uh, that person's um, parent and let them know what was going on. And um, oh my God, it turned into this big drama fest because I was blamed for why the family knew about this person's business. And then on top of all that, um, what, what else, what was on top of all that? Um, on top of all that, um, you know, don't fuck with me no more because I'm a snitch. So granted, I did snitch. However, uh, when I think about generational curses and um, curses, and one of the things for me is that I was in a domestic violent home. You know, my mom was in a, a physically abusive uh, marriage, and I seen quite a few relationships she had that that were pretty physical. And her parent also, she also seen that from her parents and Lord knows their parents' parents might've seen it. So it's funny that you bring up generational curses because at what point is it going to stop? You always say like, I'm not going to never be my, like my parent. I'm not going to put on the same kind of pain that was inflicted onto me. I'm not going to inflict that onto my child, but is it inevitable? almost in a sense. Um, how do you stop generational curses? How do you end it? And I felt like me personally speaking up because I, I did reach out to my mom about it and talk to her about it. And, and she said, I wish somebody would have intervened and told other people so I can got out the situation. So it's just like, stop. Sometimes you got to be the snitch when it comes to the safety. And, and that's not snitching according to 21 Savage. When you snitch, it is for a mal reason. When you're snitching this malicious or to get back at someone. And it's like, that was not what I did. I was just really just acting out of the care of a family member. So it was, it was a bit heavy. You know, I had to call Miles and let them and let him know that I had some drama that I was going through and I couldn't really record because um, it had taken me into the late wee of the night. Um, but, you know, hopefully things do get better. I mean, what is your insight? What would you do? Um, I would do the same thing that you do, but you that you did because um, I don't care if you call me a snitch. As long as I know that my family is safe, we're cool. But if you call me a snitch because I'm trying to protect your peace of mind and protect you and help you out, like I said in on our later po- earlier podcast, you need to seek therapy because why are you getting mad at me because I care about your life and you care less you I care more about your life than you do. Yeah. I'm not about to let somebody do something to my family, especially if it's out of anger or you know jealousy something it's like come on now but like, i i agree i agree with what you did but i still think that you a little gossiping ass snitch i'm joking <laughs> the face that she just made jennifer lewis calm down but yes um all families, I do believe, have generational curses. Um, for example, my family, 
it's not to the extent of like what you went through or things like that, but it's more of like, it's not, to me, I don't think it is, is really bad, but I just sometimes wish that our, my family was a little bit closer, a close knit family because both sides of my, my family, mother, father side, I don't think that any of us are close. And I think it's mainly because like everybody's so stuck in their like mindset of I can only do good for me, you know, my family, I don't know my family. And it's just like, it drops there, but nobody's ever like reaching out. And yes, of course I'm part of that problem because I rarely reach out to the older generations in my family, but I reach out to, I try to reach out to a lot of people, uh, not a lot of people, a lot of my cousins that are my age, but it's like, it keeps repeating itself because I see that my dad's side and my mom's side, they don't, nobody reaches out to each other unless it's for like a funeral, a wedding, somebody's birthday mm. or a family reunion. It's never like a, a daily or a, even a weekly checkup of like, hey, how are you doing? Let's get together. Even if we live in the same city or same state, it's like nobody, it's, it's like everybody's in their own lane, which I respect, but at the same time, there gets, it gets to a point where when everybody starts growing up, they not gonna know they, they second cousins because, you know, their first cousins weren't even cool. Like they didn't talk like that. So when you come around, it's very awkward. You don't know each other's personality. You don't know how people are gonna respond to stuff. And that's why it's always good for people to have that relationship built at a younger age. So that way you grow up and know your cousins and know your family. Because for, you know, a lot of my family, we have a different, we have different, um, what do you want to call it? Specialties or gifts in my family, but nobody wants to like bring it together. Nobody wants to, let's say, work on a project and let's do something as a family and things like that. And I try to do that with the younger generation, my age, but it's hard because I think that we didn't grow up together. Our, fa our parents weren't really close like that. And of course, late, 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 later in the, um, or earlier in the generation, you know, we had some family issues with some petty and jealousy. So I think that's also why it could have caused this. But I posted on my Instagram today, it's like, you have to be the person to change that. You can't just say, oh yeah, I have a generational curse. You have to be the brave one to step out and say, yes, our family has a generational curse, but I'm determined to fix that. Because like I said, just a few minutes ago, you can complain all you want. You can talk about your issues and problems, but in order to fix it, you have to come up with a solution. You can't just sit around, you know, and just talk about it and not come up with a solution. And so I just, I think that's a lot of people in families that have generational curses such as that or yours, for example. So I think this Friday morning is really reflecting on how, how this week went and how the week is gonna, the, the weeks to come are gonna improve on family, society, community, how are we gonna change ourselves? for the better. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely, definitely agree. Um, it's so hard sometimes to kind of reunite, reunite the family, um, as you mentioned before, especially when it's just like no one else seems to take initiative as well. Like you mean people halfway, 
and motherfuckers won't even open the fucking door on a porch. So it's just like, what do I do? I feel like I have a similar issue, but you know, I'm kind of just close with the people. My my family is now, and like I was telling, like, um, who was I telling this to? I think I was telling my girl this. I said, um, when we were talking about family, whenever you date somebody, family always comes up in the conversation. Like, oh, when when I'm going to meet your family, this and that. And I'm like, the people you have met them, the people who you've met is my family. And you meet some of my family members and then you meet a bunch of my friends. And to me, that's that has been my family. That's the people who has been there for me. Um, that's the people I can call on. And unfortunately, because families go through breakups, it affects the younger generations because it makes it even harder for us to connect. Like you, like you said, you're so yourself, you got cousins and stuff around your age. It's like, nobody cares. You know, you might, they might say it, they might even go along with it. But when it's time to actually meet up, when y'all trying to meet up, when I pull up on you, you don't even, you doing all this and that. <laughs> but basically, uh, yeah, just basically saying like, it's all talk you know and it's you can't keep blaming the fact that the older generations kept us apart like at some point it's some like self-initiative like if you really want a, a bigger family or a stronger community sense of community then you would have reached out just as much as i would so yeah, yeah. and I, I i really agree with you on that but um i know we jumped right into this topic but i actually wanted to um now that i think about it you didn't really share with us how your journey to Mexico, to Luam went. So I want you to share about that because that's the also reason why we didn't record uh, last week because somebody was on vacation enjoying her best life. So yes, I should. You guys are seeing young Jennifer was out there stunting on these hoes. Uh, you guys are seeing a young influencer in the making. Stay tuned, y'all. Y'all, y'all sleeping on me right now. I get sleep vibes. I'm sleeping on myself. I had to wake up after that trip. <laughs> I definitely had to wake up after that trip. Um, the Mexico was very beautiful. Um, that was my first trip out the country. So now that I have my passport and it's being used, I can't wait to see what the rest of this year looks like. Um, I might take a spontaneous trip out the blue, come like August or something by myself, do a solo dolo dolo trip somewhere. Um, or if my friend come together, we might do a trip. Who knows? I understand that. I'm definitely open to all, but it's something about traveling and having that freedom. And then, so on the trip, um, it was so beautiful, but I think the biggest takeaway for me is I started reading that book. Um, Miles, did you ever buy it? The You Are a Badass. And um, uh, this wonderful woman that I do admire, she is an author. Well, I think she, she's a writer, I'm sorry. And um, she has a series on YouTube. Um, she has a couple of different things going on for herself. But um, we kind of got in contact and she sent me this book, um, You Are a Badass. And so I was reading it on the flight and it just really inspired me. By taking trips, you realize there's so much of the world that you want to see. And it's just like, that is my grind. That becomes a, a like my freaking fuel when I think about why I want to do certain things I want to be able to afford a life a luxury being able to travel being able to do things that definitely I didn't know I was capable of doing um and it's I've seen it so it's possible so question for you when you asked yourself when you was in a kid and you were growing up in your goals of having maybe wife kids um or whatever your goals is and then to think about your goals now did you do you feel like they changed 
like what you want out of life has that changed yeah like what give me an example um i used to say i wanted to be in a relationship now it's just like nah i'm joking but um no but i'm serious um it's changed because a lot of and we i already got into this so i'm not gonna get dig dig it back up but i'm just gonna give a little i guess a little sprinkle um give you a little salt bay but um yeah it's changed because of what people used to tell me when i was younger i wanted to do all this stuff um entertainment wise i wanted to be on a radio you know i still can but you know you still doing it you on a podcast yeah that's true but you know be able to speak to people but it that changed a little bit because of what people used to tell me and then um I don't think necessarily traveling changed because when I was younger, I always, I always wanted to travel. I always wanted to go see new places. And that's also the reason why I love going out into nature. I love just taking a spontaneous road trip around the state that I'm current, that I would be in for like Arkansas, for example, where I currently live. You know, when I go back home to Kansas, I still take spontaneous trips. Even if I've already seen it before, it's still, that mindset of traveling, getting out, going to see different things, you know, drawing energy from nature, drawing energy from different areas instead of staying stuck in one place. So I don't think that changed for me, but I do say that I do want to go out of the country. I got my passport last May. No, not last May, but before all this Corona started and I haven't used it yet. So if y'all want to uh, include me on one of y'all trips, you know, I'm always available. So. That is so, 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 so wonderful to have that um, and to think how life is manifesting, right? Before it's like you talked about being in entertainment business, uh, being in the radio, but it's just like you have sort of created your own kind of platform um with this podcast with the things you're doing and it's just like it might start off small but like like we said like we always stay consistent me and you have been consistent since last year and then when we talked in January this is March we have been literally like no matter what you know I'm always all over the place and I knew in order to be able to be in this podcast like I was gonna have to make time so we, we do what we can and we definitely um commit that and I was just thinking too when I was just traveling I was just on the phone with my mom the other day and I was just like my like honestly I thought I'm thinking 25 like dream house car you know kids married and now I'm like I'm good on all that like I of course I'm in a relationship but that's not um it's a difference. It's not like I'm ready to get, have kids. It's not, I'm not ready to do nothing. I was telling her, like, I want to be able to know what luxury is before I bring another child or anything into this role. And then my mom's pregnant and I'm about to be a guy mom soon. So I'm just like, I have enough kids around me and I'm sorry. And I was just like, is that wrong of me for wanting that life? Like wanting that? And she was like, no. And I said, it's completely different, you know, than before, but I want to live a life of luxury. It's okay. it's okay to be selfish you know <clears throat> there's people that want to have kids right off the bat and want to create right. a family 
and be have that close knit nature because that's probably what they didn't have growing up. So I guess that's mm-hmm. they, that that's what they want. You know, they want to get married young. They want to have kids. They want to feel have that nurturing presence in their life because that's probably not what they had. So they're yeah, I understand that. Um, then there's people who say, you know, I want to have kids by this time, and then it changes because you want to be selfish and you want to have that. Mm-hmm. You want to still have that youth youthful um journey in your life you know my parents didn't have me until they were what 33 and 32 so wow I didn't know that you know me and my brother we got some old parents no they ain't old they just seasoned you know crack I would never have guessed that that they were that older yeah black black don't crack but it do wrinkle okay stop I didn't even say okay but yeah, I understand, you know, it's okay to be selfish with what you, it's okay to be selfish with what you have and earned. And then when you are ready to create a family, you already know what's, you know, set in stone. Like I already have experienced this, you know, I know what to do now instead of creating another generational curse of, you know, not having that opportunity to experience life when you had it. Because, you know, there are some people out there who are jealous of their kids because their kids are traveling, their kids have nice jobs, their kids are this. Um, and they had that opportunity, but that's not what they chose. So, how, and that's creating a generational curse within itself. So. Yep. It's the, I think it's the difference of like, I'm gonna be hard on you so you can make it in life. But when you do actually make it or when you do actually accomplish something that they didn't accomplish, it becomes more so like, oh, a envy you know, and it's just like, damn, you know, I, I, I never say one thing about me. I never say I got here on my own. I might rap it in the songs, you know, I might be vibing with it, but at the end of the day, I know it took a lot of sacrifice. It took a lot of support. It took a lot of everything for me to even get to this position in life. So I feel like it's a privilege and it's blessed to say like, yes, I made it here. I exceeded your expectation that you have for me. Now, what is my own expectations for myself? That is what I'm, I'm finally getting into that part of my adult life. Like, what are my expectations? Like, I done did all everything y'all wanted me to do. Now it's uh, what Amira wants for her life. So, so you pa- you keep passing the time. So when I have kids, I'm like, I'm, I'm expecting you to do X, Y, and Z. Just, just, to, just because I did this much, take it up a notch. Now you figure out the rest, how you want to live your life. You know, and that went into um, the, our last podcast when we talked about expectations from our parents, right? Yeah, that dictatorship mentality. Yeah, I agree because, you know, and that's and that's what I can say that I appreciate for my parents and I'm pretty sure for your mother as well. Like she, they said they wanted you to do X, Y, and Z, which was graduate high school, get good grades, go to college and graduate college and get a job. And that's what we already did. But now it's our life. You know, we decide what we want to do. And that also goes back into what we said on our Instagram live, you know, code switching just in, just because we have a good job. Don't mean we can't be appreciating how our body looks. For example, you know, that video that you posted when you okay. the water, but you, but you, you know, one, <laughs> one thing you didn't say on live, you didn't, you didn't give me no credit. Cause you said I posted the watch challenge. First of all, you wanted to post oh, a different song. You wanted to post some, some old song but I said why would you post that when this song is current so 
yes for every every success amira has in her life it's accredited to me so oh that's a bit much i'm joking i'm joking but no, yeah. he, he actually has some truth there um he i will have truth there no i can honestly say that when when with Miles in general, I do feel like I always can. Um, it's definitely a person that I always am influenced by, and he always helps me. And that's why I feel like we can make a great team if we all finally come together. I mean, we can have an Eric and Tay. We can have a Jada Waiter. We can have the. We can have the Ari. We can have a whole our whole team. And you make your friends rich. And I just feel like I feel like we new to the game. Well, not really in a sense of this whole social media thing, but I feel like we could take it more seriously. And that's what kind of miles he always pushes that on me. Like, you want to do it? Like, we're tired of hearing you talk about it. Like, get out there and try, make yourself a brand. But we got you. You know, I could post a picture and I know the picture is cute if I don't get a phone call from a friend or if miles don't say, bro, take the shit down. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's not even about what they think, but since it is an industry that I want to get into, it's like, what is, how does everybody else see? So having those true friends to tell you like, okay, get up, get active. Yeah. And Ooh. go ahead. And it kind of brings us into our next kind of topic about supporters. We have supporters. Okay. Yeah, and so, like Amir said, we can, it's the next it, the next topic about supporters. You know, we talked about our Instagram live how you know certain relationships where they talk about um, you can't be liking somebody's photos, this and that. But in all reaction, in all actuality, like I said on our live, it's about insecurity. If you want to support somebody and they probably in your past and they were doing something to you or they did something did you wrong and they want to support you let them support there's a difference between supporting and then trying to get back into their life just because but how do you know the difference because you know people use that supporting to slide in the difference is supporting is oh go check out so and so and you know they have some good content or this picture or just post a picture on your story and just say, you know, fire picture, or she's beautiful, or he's handsome, or something, and keep it moving. The, and the, the other side of that is you post a picture, and then they expect you to follow them, or they expect you to, you know, like three of their pictures, or like for like, or follow for follow. I'm not doing all that. If you want to support me, support me, but don't expect me to do something for you, because if I want to support you, I will, you know, type of thing. But don't say I supported you, so you need to support me, and then and then manipulate that person into you know welcoming you, welcoming you back into their life. We ain't we don't play that around here. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. Big Booty Mirror and MDZ. We don't play that. Oh, I like MDZ. Okay, that's something new. <laughs> no, rock our, look, rock our world then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pipe down, Wanda. Okay, yeah. so. I, I actually feel the same way about that when you speak on that. I do definitely feel like support, it's just, I don't know. I feel like there's a borderline, for instance. Um, there's boundaries. There's boundaries. And I, unfortunately for women, I feel like in particular, or men too, when you, when you reach a certain step, people try to support you and they try to like 
use that as a gate, gateway to slide on in. We know it, which is why a lot of people, a lot of women get hurt in the payment industry, right? Because people try to play like they support. But the moment you say, like, I'm good on that, the support do this. <laughs> it, it goes past you. They said, fuck you, bitch. I wasn't trying to support your dirty ass business anyway. And you're just like, whoa, hold on now. Hold on. So it's like being, I don't know, you always got to be safe. Yeah, yeah. but when that it's a gateway, you got to close the gate. There's always a limit, a limitation to everything. Like I said, you can support me. You can like my stuff, comment, things like that. But when it gets to the point where it's like, um, hey, or, or you say something like, oh, I'm going on a trip. And then they comment on your story talking about, can I come? You weren't invited, so I'm sorry, you can't come. You know, you, you, know, you want to be in the energy, but where were you at when, you know, like I said earlier, where were you at when I was down and out? Like, where was that energy? And I understand, I understand people went through their own stuff, but, or when you, or when you were in high school or things like that, it's all, it's all the energy aspect. So there's always boundaries to it. But support is support. If you're gonna hate, if you're gonna be a hater, that's still support. True. Support should just be support ultimately. So that's all I gotta say. And you know what, Miles? I think you said that shit. You think I said that shit? I really, I really, I really truly do. Mm. I'm definitely supporting you. Um, Are you crying? Come on now. So anyway, I'm not. That really touched your soul. But no, I'm not crying. I'm just saying like, I don't know. I just get all sentimental because it's just like, for a minute, like I was really just like down trying to figure out like what do I want to do with my life you know and that is such an uncomfortable position to feel like I was lied to when I got this college degree they said that was gonna be it like you're gonna be successful you're gonna be happy and it's just like that's not enough so I had to get okay I had to be okay with saying I'm not that's not good enough for me this can't be it for me I would rather pass away than to let myself think that this is what I really want in life and it's not so it's just like sometimes I'm like did I waste my time have I wasted it but it's just like no because at the end of the day we went to college to get our degree because our degree is our main source of income and our degree is unfortunately ain't it paying for this phone connection ain't it paying for the internet ain't it paying for the podcast in the sense of affording us the basic like luxuries of life the simple things that we need in order to build so I'm pretty grateful. Like this weekend, I'm going to get me my laptop finally after a long time. And baby, when I tell you. So you're actually going to be helping me edit this time. Right. Because mom's been having to do it on his own. He could have been complaining. You know, he could have took that and said, fuck it. And Miles, he might, he might throw shade. He don't complain. He'll throw shade at it. But it's just like me being able to pick up a lot of slack too. A lot of shade. Huh? We don't like shade. You want to be in the sun all the time? You know, post-grad and black, this is just, you know, we are going to branch out into other things and we might be a podcast, but we also going to be a self-help. We're going to be, we just, I just see so much for us. Like we have, I know a, lot of, we have a lot of ideas and planning to do. 
And it's like I already said, this is still the beginning stage. We literally started this podcast in, in January. It's March, about to be April. So it really hasn't even been a whole six months yet. So, you, you know, like I said, haters will hate, supporters will support. Regardless, all of it, all of it, all it, all of that is still good publicity. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, and I think Miles' main reason for saying that is like we just starting out. It's three months in. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we made it when I'm being on the screen and my teeth look like Gucci Mess. But <laughs> 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 I got a new set of dentures in my mouth. I'm joking. I'm so joking. You know we made it. You, Would know, you, have- you know we made it when Amir stopped looking like never mind. When I'm not looking like Jennifer Lewis. When I'm not stressing about like who's gonna do well, I that's easy. I can find a stylist that I actually like. But until then, I've been so cautious about finding stylists because my edges are weak. And so I've just been like they've been growing in, but I need to stop putting braids right there. I need to stop putting I need a hairstyle. That's a question for, for y'all or for my I need a hairstyle that does not touch my edges because I need to be moisturized these bitches every day and unfortunately when I wear braids I guess I can wear I it down a style. what just leave your edges and shave the rest sometimes when you when you talk do you hear yourself or just just like oh something do you remember that line from Hannah Montana no, I didn't watch it. I wonder, when you talk, do you really hear yourself? Or it's just, just like that rolling around your mouth or something like that. Basically saying, do you fucking know what you're saying? <laughs> yes, I do. It was a joke because you said you want to keep your edges. So I said, shave on the rest but and keep your edges. Who left? Comment below. Oh, you can't comment below. <laughs> if they're not. But I feel like our lives have been really good. It's been really good. Um, I really enjoy our lives. I appreciate the people who tune in. Like last yesterday, that was just yesterday, right? No, it was Wednesday. Yesterday was oh, Thursday. Wednesday. Come on, get it together. Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, we talked a lot about we talked about stop agent hate. We had even comment feedback from Noah, our boy Noah, um, just telling his perspective as an agent person. So it was just really like dope. He went to an HBCU, and he went to HBCU. So Noah is um, pretty cultured. That's what I want to say. So he did not even dismiss any of our comments when we were talking about like rate, um, um, Asian, like anti-Blackness, you know, but he also acknowledged that he feel like it's a change with the younger generations, um, which typically is, I don't know about the younger white generations. We got to pray on them. <laughs> no, they, they are very supportive, but I don't want to make this too long because I know we both got jobs, but um what was I going to say? I think that a lot of times, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it right. I think that at all younger generations of different, you know, ethnicities or race or nationalities, whatever you want to call it, are becoming to be more woke. But in terms of like when we talk about George Floyd and then the Black Blackout Tuesday, all that Instagram stuff, honestly, when me and my brother spoke, we just felt some type of way, like how some people will post a black screen on their Instagram, get maybe about 32 to 
you know, it depends on how many likes you get on your, your previous photos or the photos you post after that. It's just like you post that and you just don't say anything after it. You don't, and then you put, maybe you put BLM in your bio, but what, what are you speaking on? You're not, it's, it's just the, the Band-Aid activism. That's what I look at it. You just mm. go put a Band-Aid over it and say, oh, it's all, it's all good now, but it's really not. You still have that scar underneath that Band-Aid. And it's like, you know, you say blackouts is the BLM, this and that. But are you really using your voice to actually stop it or say stand up to your parents who are probably saying these racial comments in your household? Are you actually saying that? I mean, standing up. You may post it on social media because it's a trend. But that Band-Aid activism that I know a lot of people use is kind of played out. And it's, it's quite irritating because, like I said, Black people are always being that sympathetic, empathetic role, but yet we always get shitted on and kicked when we're down, you know, from every race. So it's like... We motherfuckers tired. We tired. If you ask me, I feel like we... we we're reclaiming we, our time. We are tired. Um, we tired of the bull. We tired of people and they fake support. We tired of the generational curses. Well, I was gonna say we tired of our own fucking parents sometimes because we tired of the bullshit. And this generation is very outspoken about it. Like we not taking nothing from nobody. It's either you with it or you not. And if you not, be beware. We on your ass. So I don't know. We got a lot of work to do. Um, like I said before, like I said in the live, we have to dismantle the whole system. How do you rebuild from a fucked up foundation? When you're building a house and the foundation is fucked up, do you build on top of that? No, you have to tear that bitch down and <laughs> reconstruct it. So that's what you have to do in a society where it's been years and years and years of trying to fix and build on top of mistakes. Mm -mm. Logic. Treat it like anything logical that we would treat. You start the fuck over, so... I mean, shit. On that note. On that note, I hope everybody had a great week. We will come. We will be coming back to you guys next Wednesday. If anything changes, um, you will net love. You will know. Um, but next Wednesday, we will come to you with another Wednesday wind down Wednesday, um, and just continue to talk and educate and learn and inform each other about things and just get different opinions and ideas about how can we dismantle all this that's going on mm -hmm. fix the corruption fix the foundation and just dismantle everything that's in this society that is evil so y'all all have a great weekend this was our morning podcast. To oh, I think the morning energy that we, we brought forth. Yes. And if y'all listen to this morning in the morning, have a great rest of your day. If you're listening to it any other day, I mean, any other time throughout the day, get, you know, keep succeeding and find your success and block out any negativity that comes your way. So. Okay. And until then, I am your host, Amira. BBM. And I'm your host. Okay, and I'm your host, Miles MDZ.
Okay. We are post-grad and black. Stay tuned, guys. Um, and shit. That's it. <laughs> Peace. Peace.